Hi, this is Mark Wilson. Welcome to the next edition of the Purple Fish Podcast. Today, we're going to be looking at purple fish. Why is this called purple fish? And uh, what does it mean? What's the point of this whole thing? And the idea of purple fish has to do with uh, fishing and, and treasure hunting. So when Jesus started his ministry, he goes by the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and he finds these fishermen, and he says, follow me, and and I'll make you fishers of men and women. I, I'm going to send you fishing for, with a mission, right? And, and, and the other idea is treasure hunting, that lost people are not lost causes. They're, they're lost treasures. They're lost treasures. And so the purple fish ties these two ideas together into one metaphor. The, the purple fish um, was a, uh, a shellfish in the Mediterranean Sea. And the, the Mediterranean fishermen, they would go out trying to find it. And if they found that, that rare shellfish, they could squeeze it and purple dye would come out. And that's how they would make garments for uh, kings, royal garments. That's why purple was such a high-end kind of thing, because it was so rare. So it was a fish and a treasure. And my suggestion for you today is that Jesus is the ultimate purple fish. He's the greatest treasure the world has ever seen. He's the pearl of great price. There's nothing like him, nothing compared to him. And he's he's the most wonderful treasure. And we are called to treasure him. And we treasure him through worship. That's what worship is. Worship is treasuring Jesus. It's, it's lifting our hearts to Jesus. And so, like, for instance, if somebody comes home from church and says, I didn't like the worship today. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? You didn't like the worship. The worship isn't for you. It's for Jesus. The question is whether he liked the worship, whether your heart is true and pure as you worship. That's whether or not he likes the worship. So we, we treasure him through worship and we treasure him through holiness. And holiness is just loving God with all of our heart and being all the way surrendered to him, obeying him in all the different matters of life. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So we treasure him through worship and we treasure him through holiness. And we also treasure him by treasuring what Jesus treasures. So the question is, what does Jesus treasure? And the answer to that is simple. It's it's people. It's lost, broken, hurting people. And that's the reason why Jesus came. He said that in Luke chapter 19, the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And lost people are not lost causes. They're lost treasures. And all of us are lost or broken or hurting, or we have been in some way or another. So that's for all of us. That's good news for all people. That's what the angel said to the shepherds, good tidings of great joy for all people. And that's the great news that Jesus has come and he treasures us and he wants to bring his life to us and his love to us. So we can just embrace that life and love. And it gives us a whole new life of love. That's that's the whole point. That's a beautiful thing. So blind Bartimaeus is sitting on the roadside. The book of Mark calls him Bartimaeus. The book of Luke doesn't mention his name, but he's there outside of Jericho in the end of Luke chapter 18. And Jesus is coming by and he starts shouting out to him. Now he's just a smelly beggar and 
the people look to him. Some people just see a beggar and other people see a bother, but Jesus sees a treasure. He sees a lost treasure. And so he goes after that lost treasure and says, what do you want me to do for you? And he says, I want to see, I want to see. And then Jesus says, receive your sight, receive your sight. And then he goes forth praising God, just sharing it with everybody. You see, when Jesus touches our lives, he He transforms the lost treasures. And then, then he goes into the city And there's a guy named Zacchaeus, the wee little man, the vertically challenged tax collector who climbs a sycamore tree and and he wants to see Jesus. But Jesus stops because Jesus needs to see him. Both Bartimaeus and Zacchaeus, um, they wanted to see, but really they needed to be seen. They needed to be seen as who they are, seen through the eyes of Jesus. They needed to see themselves that way. And so Jesus stops and he says, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm coming to your house today. And Jesus brings salvation to his house. And then it's in light of that in Luke chapter 19, 10, that Jesus says, the son of man came to seek and to save the lost, to seek and save lost treasures. And the treasures are everywhere. They're everywhere. You just have to find them. I mean, you don't even have to look hard to find them because the treasures are all over the place. One day I took my family to Agate Beach on the shore of Lake Superior. It was called Agate Beach. So I said, hey, let's go looking for agates. We can put them in our rock tumbler and we'll have these precious gemstones if we can find some agates. And so I'm looking all over, looking for agates. I couldn't find any. I just saw a bunch of ugly rocks. And then my son, Wes, says, wait a minute, Dad. He says, there are agates all over the place. You're just stepping on them. And and it was true. What I thought was just an ugly rock was really an agate. It just needed to be polished up. And there are people that we run into every day, uh, neighbors, coworkers, um, uh, friends, uh, people that go go to school with or whatever. And these people are lost treasures. They're like agates that haven't been polished up yet. That's the thing. They're, they're not shining yet because, because they, need, they need Jesus to shine them up. And so our job is to look and to find them. And that's what we did with the agates on the beach. And we put them in our rock tumbler. They came forth shining like gold. And that's what discipleship is all about, isn't it? We help people to be more like Jesus. And, and, and we rub off the rough edges from each other, too. So lost, broken, hurting people, those are the lost treasures that Jesus treasures. And as we are approaching them, there there are a couple of different ways we can do it. One one is to say, hey, I've got a treasure and you need it. Uh, That's the pearl merchant. I've got the pearl of great price and you need that pearl. And it's true. Jesus is the pearl of great price. And it is true that everybody needs that pearl. But, But if we go with that approach, I've got something and you need it. Uh, people become defensive right away. They become suspicious right away. And so so really the better way is what the way Jesus did it. He didn't come in um, like just saying, I'm the pearl of great price and you need me. He, he came in meeting them at their point of need. So he came in saying, hey, you are the lost treasure and I've been looking for you. You see, see the, you, you, are, you are the treasure and I've been searching for you. And that's the way we approach people. They are treasured by Jesus, so they're treasured by us. And we're going to go out looking for them. And we bring the love of Jesus to them in little blessings along the way. We don't have to to try to convert them or to argue with them or anything like that. You just love them. You love them, love them, love them. So that when they encounter you, they encounter the genuine love of Jesus. 
And when you do that, you don't start with um, lost or broken, even though everybody, you know, they're lost, broken, and hurting, right? That, that, but but if you start with lost, then they're they're going to be um, they're going to be offended or defensive right away because they'll say, oh, "I'm not lost." <laughs> um, you don't you know you don't just start. Hey, you're you're lost because that basically what I'm saying is I'm right and you're wrong, and then that starts an argument. And you don't start with broken because if you start with broken. Um, then they become a project and we're trying to fix them. You're broken and I'm going to fix you. That's what you do with broken things. You fix them. And, and certainly uh, people who don't have Jesus are lost and people that uh, are, are broken by sin, they need, they need repair. But, but if we start with those two things, um, the, the, the conversation doesn't go where we want it to go. So, so really the place to start is through hurting, is, 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 is at the, the place of pain. You go to the pain, and that's where you find the door to the treasure. Because everybody needs to be loved and understood. Everybody has something in them that, that's a struggle, that somehow, some way, they need somebody who cares for them so they can express that. And as they express that, that's an open door for the love of Jesus to come and to heal the hurt. And, and, and to mend the brokenness and to help them find their way. I, I hope you keep your eyes wide open for the lost treasures all around you and look for a way to be a blessing and an encouragement everywhere you go.